Hello everybody and welcome to the Outback Quarterback for another week, Thursday edition, off-season technically, so it's Thursdays only at the moment, but gee, it's good to have you back, Chris Hall. It's good to have you, well, you're here every week, Hawley was away last week, but Matt Maidman sitting to my left, I'm Curtis DeBoy, we don't do the QB123 on Thursdays, but Hawley, I mean, how does it feel to be sitting back in Cluggers Arena? Feels good, fellas. It's been uh, a couple of weeks, really. Mm. Wait, did we pre-record an episode at once? That's true. We yes, did. we did. We did two weeks of episodes. I'm not sure anyone noticed. You're away. Seamless. You're in Melbourne one week, and I yep. was I was away last week. Doss just staying put. Uh, just holding the fort here. And uh, did you, you haven't actually left this room, have you? <laughs> oh, that's it. He came down and practiced. Mum actually said <laughs> that she heard some noise up here last <laughs> week, and it was just Doss just talking into the mic. Just seven days of straight <laughs> rehearsal, Curtis. <laughs> Just, just predicting Aaron Rodgers' trades. Great to have Chris back from the West it Coast, is. though. We missed him. It is. Uh, now, we delved into your activities or assumed what your activities were there on the podcast last Bills week. Bills Mafia, so, yeah. Yeah, that was, a, that was a hell of a way to start the show with the Bills Mafia uh, lie perpetuated. Um, but look, I wanted to bring the energy at the start of this show because last week I listened back to it, I listened back to the show, and the start was very flat. And that's because, listeners, you'll notice we don't have our typical intro that we've been running with for a while um, because I think we just need to be wary <laughs> that those clips... Kurt, are you, are you nervous of uh, copyright? Sort well, of, in uh, hindsight, I realised that, yeah, sure, they're clips that are like 30 years old, 40 years old in some cases, but they're not technically ours. So I'm going to go back and um, see if I can remove them from old episodes. But for the for the time being, we're just going to use the licensed music that we do have. Um, sorry, because a lot of people do love that intro, but... I'm still adjusting to that, still adjusting to the energy. So hopefully it was better tonight, boys. I think, think the energy was good tonight. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, well, the intro was it too much? The was intro it? was big. Yeah. Kurt came in with a lot of gusto. It was, it was All right, nice. That's good. That's good. Well, look, uh, this is something that may um, may put a bit of a dampener on things. I'm sure you listened back to the episode last week, Holly, or... <laughs> nope. <laughs> Dos, <laughs> uh, you were here. We talked about in the intro last week how we wanted our listeners, our loyal, loving listeners to give us five-star ratings if they could, if they could muster it, and many of them did. And we already had a pretty healthy um, contingent of people that had voted, uh, voted, had given us a five-star rating on Apple and on Spotify and others. And that great, was great comments too on Apple. Great comments. On, you can't on Spotify, I don't believe, Curtis. No, but very complimentary. We were very, very grateful for everyone who did. Um, however... I did say I didn't want to tempt fate last week by asking for it in case someone as a joke or out of genuine hate for us and disdain thought, yeah, I'm going to give them a one-star rating. And Doss, what happened today? Well, we woke up this morning and... Uh, <laughs> feeling fine. We just feeling, feeling fine. we were up and about because obviously you'd, there was some... Uh, we've got some gym, big news. Uh, not this morning, uh, yeah. actually. It was sleeping this morning. Uh, but uh, well, obviously because of the last 24 hours, we've got some big news to share with our... Uh, with our listeners, Indeed. Curtis, and this just put a dampener on that this morning when we we saw the 4.9 in Spotify. Our perfect five has been soiled by someone. I feel, uh, well, I feel like we should delete and start again. <laughs> That's right. It, just, yep. it is. It, it's done. irking me. I've got to be honest. <laughs> but hey, look, you're, you're not a real podcast unless you've got your haters, right? We're, we're clearly, we're, we're making waves, right? Maybe, maybe it's someone from the NFL just feeling so a little it's a intimidated. One, it's a one-star review. Has that, well, did Kurt they actually leave a review? Did they leave a review? No, it was on Spotify, oh, so you can't. It's just a number, okay. right? I did the maths. I divided it up, and with the forty-five five stars that we have, and then a one star as the forty-six, it equals four point nine one, and our rating on Spotify is four point nine. So I'm assuming it's a one star. There are many theories, many ways we can speculate, um, but Holly. You thought mm. perhaps someone was responsible. Now, who do you think could be responsible? Did I? Well, so, yes, you mentioned it. Earlier today, 
you said it's obviously this guy. This oh, faceless man. Pat from Paynham, <laughs> that flog. <laughs> Pat from Paynham is your suspicion. Yeah. So uh, well, we haven't heard from Have we heard from him in a while? We have. Well, <laughs> <written in? laughs> this is, I mean, I've entitled this segment on the run sheet, listener feedback, but in truth, it's just Pat from Paynham. I got an email from Pat the other day saying, Kurt, why aren't you reading out my emails anymore? <laughs> and I wrote back to Pat, sometimes I do ignore him, but I wrote back and I said, because I just wanted to save a few up, make you sweat and maybe, you know, read out a few at once to Hawley. So we have four in the barrel. Four. I don't know if I can handle this tonight. <laughs> Dating back to Super Bowl. <laughs> <clears throat> Super Bowl. Hey, Hawley. Thank goodness it was a great Super Bowl game so you have something to talk about. Otherwise, you would have struggled for your own content. <laughs> would have just been bagging <laughs> Kurt or Doss in some way. Hopefully the off-season gives you time to have a good hard look at yourself. <laughs> Pat from Paynham. <laughs> Any comment or would you like me to keep rolling No, nah, go it? keep going, that's fine Email two, useless again it Was a week after <laughs> Is this the subject, Eddie? Yeah. <laughs> it was a week after the Super Bowl This was when I was away for the birth of uh, uh, my daughter Yeah And I came back and asked you two to catch me up on the info And Hawley, you had very little to give <laughs> And Doss, you carried the segment Good Useless idea, again. Does. Typical Hawley making someone else do the work to catch up Kurt on the week he missed. Kurt can't even see the birth of his child without being let down again by you and your lacklustre desire to contribute any quality to the show. Look, fellas, what is it? Any publicity is good publicity. Publicity. <laughs> is that what you're rolling with? Yeah, that's what I bring to the that's what I bring to the table. Email three entitled A Good Replacement. Fellas, please get the chat GPT bot to replace Hawley. <laughs> <laughs> That's coming up. He's actually coming up with some good emails. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's yeah. pretty good. Um, and finally, the last one was uh, referencing <laughs> referencing your voicemails. He was not happy to hear that the uh, voicemails had returned. We used to do not voicemails, voice messages <laughs> in, rather in, in America. We used to do them in the US. Then when you were in Perth, we did them again last week. Ninety nine point nine percent of our listeners love those. Pat's one <laughs> that doesn't. But we're going to keep them Pat because we think they're good content. I feel but, like it's Pat. It has to be Pat. The, 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 the one star. Yeah, I think so. Um, he also has one more message for you and he said, uh, by the way, I'm never getting an Instagram. Deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. One last thing I did mean to mention about the uh, the rating that we got is I was a little bit annoyed to realise that the one episode Hawley wasn't here for, wasn't on. That's the week we get a one star. Mm. I mean, that's. I mean, it's pretty obvious. Isn't that it? superficially inflates the ego. Mm. You hadn't thought of that, had you? No, I hadn't at all. <laughs> After his cult well, you, hero you said, status that he uh, <laughs> got, yeah, got you, manipulated. You said that we had quite a good number of downloads for the week that I wasn't here, so I kind of figured it went the other way. But well, maybe one star. Maybe we, we, we must mention that actually. We had a big week of downloads. Um, it's actually been very good. Since the Super Bowl, better than we thought, and we had an influx of new listeners last week. So, to anyone who's new, thank you very much for listening. Welcome aboard. Great to have you. Uh, and we're going to roll on with some of the greatest NFL headlines you'll ever hear, delivered by one of the best in the biz in DOS. Let's get into it. Go, DOS! I may have embellished a little bit when I said the greatest headlines because my note here is no news on the Rogers front. No news on the Jackson front. So nothing about Lamar, nothing about Rogers, no real progress. But what we're going to focus on today, Doss, and you're going to talk us through it, is the annual NFL owners meeting, which happened seven or eight days ago. And there are a few key things, three key takeaways you've, you've 
brought out of that myth. Nice resort out in Arizona there, Curtis, where they've all just uh, mingled coming into the springtime. I made it sound like he was there, didn't I? <laughs> Takeaways that he brought out of me. It's like yeah, he yeah. was he Actually, was number 33. I'm just picturing in my head Doss, you know, with a microphone, a little pen and paper. Oh, one reporter. day. We are sending him to the to the owners meeting one day. Once we get a few more sponsors on board. G'day, Roger. Yeah, this is uh, Matt Maiman. <laughs> you may know me as Doss. For the Outback Quarterback Podcast. Lic- licensed <laughs> NFL affiliated press. Yes, yes. Yeah, media. The 50,000th journalist accredited yeah, to the right. NFL. All right, Doss, what do you got? What a few takeaways from the owners meeting. So this is uh, unofficially, though, Curtis, is really where the owners and GMs mingle to talk about uh, the potential trades and draft as well. Because obviously that's coming up in... Uh, what do we got? Twenty-four days time, Curtis. Yep, roughly there, thereabouts. About right. End of this month, anyway. But officially, of course, it's for the owners to get together and vote on proposed rule changes for the upcoming year, right? That's the main purpose of the owners' meeting. Well, there's a few things around that. So yes. Yeah, so the first thing that did get signed off was the ability for players to be able to wear the number zero on their jersey. Which uh, Calvin Ridley is uh, first one off the right. He's gobbled it up very much, and Micah Parsons being uh, the other one. Now it's only for those, unfortunately, O linemen and D linemen can't wear zero. Everyone else, what? you can wear zero. Jersey's they've got too, their jersey's own, too big. Too, too they've big. got their separate. They could go uh, double zero, triple zero. Could. Is zero? This is going to be a weird question, but is zero a number? Because it's. Are we nothing. really going to get into it that? It isn't actually anything. Hmm. I'm going to think about that while DOS keeps going. Anyway, so that's that. Now, the other part uh, that came up, Curtis, uh, after we recorded last week was the Washington Commanders uh, bids that came in for the franchise. Now, the franchise is currently valued, and Dan Schneider, all roads through Dan, of course, Curtis, six billion. And that's uh, two separate consortiums. We're not going to go into uh, who they are, but have put in bids uh, for the Washington Commanders franchise, which means he does. if he goes through with the sale, he is not officially punted from the owner's circle. Well, we have some sponsorship news coming up, I believe. So there could be three bids coming in for the Washington <laughs> oh, okay. Commanders, so depending on uh, what this deal is, Curtis. <laughs> Sorry, do I say that? Again, he's not... What do you mean he's not officially punted from the... Well, remember there was a lot of talk around the owners potentially voting out Dan Schneider. Oh, you're saying in, if it goes through so to if a buyout rather sale, than a, a punt. A buyout, he would not be uh, officially punted from the owners group. And, and on was, a vote out. What was it... Um, voted out. What was it valued at? Six... Six billion. Six billion Now, for reference, dollars. the Denver Broncos, that was bought by the uh, Walmart... Uh, yes, heritage, ...was Air. four and a half billion. So... So there you go. Arguably a, well, is it a bigger market or a smaller? I'd say it's a smaller market, right? That's no, a big market. Bigger Washington market. East Coast is a big market. Okay, so fair enough. Bigger market, but that was only a couple of years ago. The Denver acquisition. How quickly are well, these? A couple teams? of years ago, it was like twelve months ago. Well, yeah, okay. It was this time. Oh, oh, oh yeah, because we did it on the podcast. We, we spoke We've gone about up by one point yeah. five billion on the valuation of NFL teams. Well, this for in this particular instance. Now, well, this is just Dan Schneider's asking price and. Two bids have come through that have met, so we'll see. Uh, and they, the, the the market is so small that they can essentially ask whatever they want, more or less. Like it's yeah. S- six Great billion. Business. That's roughly what our kids will be paying for a house <laughs> when they're ready to buy. <laughs> six bill. Okay, uh, now that's number got, two. What's number three, Doss? Now we've got the uh, Thursday night games were a hot topic last year, especially on this podcast. <laughs> put them because on blast. We, we essentially. You know, garbage all year. Let's Did be you fair. email the NFL about this and this is why they're talking <laughs> well, about it? Well, you know it? what? I, I think our, our presence is, is yeah. reaching. Yeah, I agree. Wide reaching, Christopher. Now, towards the back end of the season, 
the league, Roger Goodell, King Roger, who's by the way he's coming in for another uh, another term, Curtis, is looking at uh, being able to flex Sunday games mm. to a Thursday game if there is a marquee matchup scheduled in the back end of the season, depending on obviously how records are going. Uh, to a Thursday night, which means teams would then only have, as you know, probably four or five days to prepare for that game. They do, they would have uh, 15 days notice before the flex. Before the Sunday flex is in place. Now it's a bit rough on the fans, right? Having Sunday in the schedule and then all of a sudden. Uh, well, New York Giants Thursday. GM John Mara was is dead against it and is openly said he's come out and will not be voting for it. Patrick Mahomes. Uh, has also come out and said that he is uh, opposed to it. Now, there wasn't enough... What did Jackson have to say? Did I don't know what Jackson... I'm not sure his... his... Did Chris Gronkowski have an opinion? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure their opinions uh, came through, but because they need a majority vote, Curtis and the owners, you need 24 votes out of 32, two-thirds. Yep. They didn't have enough, so it's been pushed to the next uh, meeting in May. So I for, like the idea, but I think 15 days, like you said, Kurt's a bit harsh on the fans. Because a lot of fans, let's say a Bills BKC in Kansas City. <laughs> I was there. I would know. A lot of Bills fans... And you were would, mingling. With well, a lot the, of people the, would be booking time out of work. Yep. Ahead. You know, you have to put more than, what, two weeks worth yeah. of notice a lot of the time to take to take time off. So in terms of the fans, I don't think it works. I think a month is probably a more suitable timeline. And then you've got your other style of fan who books tickets all the way across the world and rocks up and um, doesn't even buy a ticket for the game, just sort of scalps one and sort See, of rolls their way in. Worked, so, it look, works different... well for us. And then you miss the third quarter. Yeah. I was talking to Reedy about that the other uh, night in Perth, actually, and we both agreed Kansas City was our... Well, that day was our favourite day in, in America. Really? Yeah. All, th- all, all three quarters one. of it. <laughs> all three quarters of <laughs> day it. Day one, day two. So as you know, Curtis, Amazon, they're giving... The NFL, $1.2 billion a season, and Roger Goodell has said that the uh, players uh, like the long break mm. post the Thursday night game. It's like a mini buy for them. Well, yeah, that's, but that, that's because they've come from Sunday to Thursday. Yeah. And they that's because they've had, of course they like time they've off. Had they probably, a, probably play golf on Monday. Because they've awesome. had a three-day break between the, uh, exactly. other, other, their uh, last game. So yeah, that's okay. essentially the, uh, the Look, main talking points that have come out of the owners' meeting. Great for the viewer. Indifferent for the teams and bad for the fans, like the fans of the teams that are going to those games. I agree. Is that's that a, a fair that's summary? That's a good summary. All right. That's the headlines for now. As I said, very slim pickings dust. on the uh, news front otherwise, but we're focusing on our very own mock draft tonight. We're going to get set up for that and then do some other draft analysis later on. We'll be back in a second. Yeah, boy. All right. You're going to need that headphone back in in a sec, Doss. Are you usually repping? Gold watches. Look, I, I was just about to. Yeah. Know, like, I'm glad that you brought bling. this up, yeah, I, I, Chris, because I've, earlier. I've just noticed he's rolled in. This wasn't on last week, by the way. Mm, that I've wrote. never seen it before. But he's he's come in with a very Mr. T style gold watch. And the, the jumper has been pulled to a three quarter length. As he's well. rolled up the the Nike Crew. And uh, Curtis, you care to elaborate? I mean, are we, are we doing? We're, we've got a revenue stream coming through. I don't know, mate. I haven't, I haven't seen Chris. any. I haven't seen any money coming to my bank account. It's, it's, there's it's reasons funny, why now. It's funny you say this because I also got pulled up on this at my at training just before I came here. <laughs> People oh, on the so Zoom call in training. Melbourne made made a point of <laughs> of this watch. Um, it's causing quite the stir. Well, I mean, there was an event, a momentous event last week, gents, that you may remember. There was. What oh, was yeah. that? Your Very birthday. Much. Your birthday. Not, yes. a, not a milestone Did you birthday. forget about it, Doss? This, this was my gift from my lo- lovely wife. She, oh, good on you, Kath. Yeah, 
bought me a nice nice gold watch. I've always sort of wanted to see how a gold watch would look on my tan European it works skin. It works with your because you've got your wedding ring, I believe. Is yeah, gold also. Yeah, gold and gold. Nice. Thanks, man. Isn't that great? brother. Are you... So you guys can't rag on it now because Kathy bought it for me. So you've just toned it down a little bit, haven't you? Not really. I'm I'm waiting. (laughs) I want chains. I want Outback QB chains. Chains? Yeah. Yeah. Well, wait till we're done with the sponsorship segment. Grooves? (laughs) Yeah, I could rock grooves. (laughs) If any of us could, holy, you could. Uh, But anyway, back on topic, the mock draft. So the first ever Outback quarterback mock draft. Last year, we'd only been a few weeks... We were... A couple of weeks into our podcasting careers when the draft came around. So Novices, we dabbled. to be fair. We were, we were. We did okay. We made some good calls. Um, I think we got the Jets picks right and a few other things in the top 10. But we also made some stinkers too. I think I had Thibodeau going number one. Did I pick Thibodeau number one? Nah, I don't nah. think so. No, but yeah. I definitely didn't pick Walker. Anyway, what we're going to do is the first ever annual Outback Quarterback Mock Draft. We need to assign... The teams, right? We're three and a half, four weeks away from the draft. The mock draft will be in two weeks, but that gives us a two-week research window. Tonight, we allocate the teams. There are 27 teams that have a first-round draft pick, and we are about to randomise and find out who is responsible for each team. Now, here we go, Christopher. Oh, imagine pick one. (laughs) This will pretty much be the whole episode in a couple of weeks, by the way, the big mock draft. So we're going to talk through our favourite prospects. We need to come with a big board each, essentially, because we need to be prepared. I mean, it's going to be live, Hawley, so you you could take the player that I want in front of me and then I'll have to reconsider. So this is a proper draft. We're obviously dressing up. Absolutely we are. I'm bringing my best recruiter's kit. I'm going to have two gold watches that night. (laughs) (laughs) Chains and grills the whole lot. With four phones. Now, (laughs) (laughs) there are five teams that don't have a first round draft pick. We'll talk about them later on in the show. They are, of course, Denver, Miami, Cleveland, the LA Rams and San Francisco at this stage. We can only go on what we know at the moment. That means there are 27 teams that do have a first round pick. Four of those teams have two firsts. That's Houston, Seattle, uh, Detroit and Philadelphia. They're the four teams with two. Are you ready for this, boys? Shouldn't there be five teams? So what, two? are you... No. Like, see, the, I thought that too. Oh, and I was no, going crazy a, trying to do the math. Sorry, you're there's right. There's an anomaly in there because Miami, as we know... Forfeited. Forfeited. So yes. are you doing a little random randomizer? I, I on most, your... most certainly am. And I'm about to get that up right about now. I've got all do, of do them... Do you trust that this is accurate? I mean, what? Doss, you, you, Doss? Can, you can look at it. I've already written, right? We've got group one is Doss. Group two is Hawley. Group three is myself. Gotcha. Carolina are... Uh, First pick, first pick in the draft, right? So we all want that. We all want that. Yes, because it's an e- easy, yeah. Uh, it's an easy tick, and this is. Well, I don't look, know if it is. Who do you? I well, guess well, well, you're going to get one or actually, two. Actually, it's not. Yeah, but you don't want to get the fifty-fifty wrong, do you? How? Do, I think we need to establish just before we do this. How do we grade our drafts? Well, so, in five, firstly, in five years' time, we'll come back and look at it. Well, but this is the thing: are we trying to do it to build the best team that we think, or are we trying to predict accurately? I think a mock draft uh, has to be no. a prediction of accurate. accuracy. Right? You don't want to, you're not predicting for. Correct. Well, it's, so, t- it's tough to predict accuracy though because if exactly. you guys have the to... top four picks and then yeah, the but fifth player's gone, like I, that, I'm obviously wrong with my pick five. Like I can't get it right. Oh, that's because, true. If someone else, you picks... guys have already picked it and you were wrong mm, first. That's I think it's call. just a fun exercise to do, and then we can yeah. Mm, then we can yeah. put it on uh, Instagram and let the uh, fans decide who got it. Yeah. All right. Who, who they'd be happy with? Well, we'll do it as we're the GM, right? We're yep. the GM. This is what we're picking. Yep. Yeah. We happy with that? I'm good with that, mate. Done. 
Let's go. Hit the button. <laughs> With the first pick in the 2023 Outback Quarterback Mock Draft, Carolina Panthers. Lucky Baker. Select Chris Hall. <laughs> Yay! He's <laughs> got it. Yes. All right, let's run through the teams. It's up Doss. a trade, fellas, officially. Doss. <laughs> Number one picks up a trade, Doss. <laughs> Doss, you've got Minnesota, who are picking at 23. Tampa Bay at 19. Green Bay, Cincinnati, Indianapolis, who pick fourth. Las okay. Vegas at seven. Jacksonville, Dallas and Buffalo. Hawley, not many high draft picks there, Doss. Hawley, you have got Philadelphia who have two picks. You've got oh. the New York Jets, LA Chargers, New Orleans, Tennessee, Atlanta at eight, Carolina at one, New England, you have New England, and well, Chicago. So you can re- uh, draft a replacement for Justin Fields. <laughs> Justin Fields. <laughs> Jeez, you must have some high picks. Texans, Cardinals didn't get picked up, out then. Uh, someone had... No, I've got Houston. You're right. I've got, got Houston Arizona. and Arizona. So two and three. You've got Colts. I do have. I've got, got Houston, Arizona, Seattle, Detroit, oh, New York oh, Giants, got, Baltimore, hold on. Pittsburgh. What? So you've got four of the top <laughs> six. I told you this was rigged. Look, look. This is random. Look. It is random. This, uh, I didn't do is, anything. This is BS. I'll trade you pick one for three and five. <laughs> so I have Offer stands now. You've got 30 seconds. No, that's fine. I've got picks two, three, five, and like the three, trading cards from the six. other week. <laughs> I accept his offer and then he reneges on it. <laughs> All right. So I'm I happy think, with pick one. I think what we're going to do, we'll open it up to our listeners on Instagram as to whether they want to see our, us performing as GM or whether they want to see our best accuracy draft, right? So if it's accuracy, then we sort of need to work together. If we're as GM, then it's every man for himself. Is that, is that fair enough? Yeah, I think GMs is the way to go. I think we need to get the music too and we call the pick out. Yeah, oh, oh, we'll, yeah, we'll definitely no, we're definitely. Sure, we've got guests reading out the picks, right? Do you mean the? Dun, 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 yes. dun, dun, dun. I want the little. Uh, Always weirded jingle. me out that noise. Why do they do that? There's a weird noise, but I like it. Come up with our own little jingle for it, yeah. Curtis. All right, well, something to do, and you have plenty of spare time. Maybe we can use this. All right, I'm putting it out there. I'm putting it out there, fellas. I, oh. I, I just ended the music. I don't know. That was a head. perfect way to end the segment. Oh, is it still going? Because on, I, I want, I want, I want someone to, I want someone to announce number one pick for me, Kurt. Who's going to do that? I want Pat. Pat from Maine. <laughs> I want Pat. If you listen to this episode, Pat, before we do the draft, make contact because I want you to come and... You know he's not going to I do want that. you to read out the number one pick for me. We could get a fan from each team. Oh, that's too much 27 work. people to roll into mum's house. Okay. Clagus Arena's not big enough, mate. I meant virtually, but okay. Yeah, Clagus Arena's only era. a boutique stadium, Doss. We can't. <laughs> Fit 27 people. Put my headphones back in. Sorry. Yeah, I'm going to try and end this for the second time. Uh, Summary being Chris Hall picked number one, and I have pretty much every other good pick in the draft. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Hawley. This segment was going to be about sponsorship. Sorry, Uh, fellas. Just in, there's been a trade in our draft. (laughs) So Carolina have traded with the New England Patriots. Pick one to (laughs) four. Patriots now hold the number one pick in the draft. You wouldn't believe it, but it what just are they came, doing it, it over just, there? It just came through. Straight swap, yeah. fourteen for one, is it? Yeah, wow. signed, no, off, signed off by the league. Carolina, <laughs> Carolina actually gave Patriots next year's first as well. So wow, Patriots hit. Yeah, nailed it. Wouldn't read about it. Yeah, um, funny you're wearing a Patriots hat there <laughs> with, his, with his Patriots GM cap on. <laughs> Oh, classic. Uh, All right. This was going to be about sponsorship. No, that was worth the interruption. This was going to be about sponsorship, but it's now called Hawley on the Hot Seat because I got Uh a few different things that I wanted to talk to you about from the weekend. Sugar. 
other different things. So you got your headphones in? Yep. And I think I know one of the art questions, but the answer is... Oh, oh here we go. I'm bit nervous. Of, bit of millionaire music for you. I'm sweating. All right. Question one of three. I'll start with a little bit of an anecdote. You were the runner for a Sandful team on the weekend. A runner, for those who don't know, is someone who is sort of in a coaching role, runs onto the ground and gives messages to players in Australian football from time to time. Your job as the runner, with the words runner on your back, is to run. That is correct. Run to deliver messages, get on and off. Speed is of great importance. Acceleration. I rocked up to your game and noticed that you were not going particularly well. Then you indicated some sort of ailment. <laughs> can you please describe to our listeners what happened to you as runner yeah, on the weekend? I can, Kurt. Uh, look, I'm a 32-year-old male. Played a lot of sport in my time and I've had a few soft tissue injuries over the last two years. Five minutes ago in the second quarter, message comes out. Jumped up, ready to go. Oh, calf just feels a little, a little dodgy. Doesn't quite feel right. Kept running. Didn't come good. Kept running, did not come good. Had to hobble back off. Thankfully, the halftime siren came, strapped it up, went back out there and managed to get through the second half. So I have reason to believe I may have I may have a slight calf tear. Doss. A tear. It actually feels really good today. So I think it, it, I spoke to the physios, could be slight ligamenty. I'm not sure, but now, tendony. You, you retired from playing football last year. and you Because had I kept in- having soft tissue problems. Right decision? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are your Wait. thoughts, Doss, on tearing a calf as the, as the runner in the first half look, of sorry, your first game? Sorry, for those game who don't know, your first game. For those who don't know, when I say runner, it's a pretty mild jog out there. Like you're not. Well, I did. I, I've, I've run two trial games and I did like ten and eleven k's in both. So seriously. Oh, by that, yeah, by halftime I'd done five kilometers. Okay, and I, I, had take to, that I had back. to. I had That's to cut, a fair bit. I cut it back in the second half. I only did four in the second half because I was a bit sore. A lot of hand signals, a lot yeah, of gestures. I, there was a lot of yelling. I got a sore voice today. Camping on the wing and just waving his arms. It just happened that, of course, when I started a hobble, I was running past Curtis and his little riffraff yelling out, A runner's supposed to run, mate! <laughs> that wasn't even me. That was Chris from Melbourne giving uh, that heckle when worlds collide, eh? All right, number two, <clears throat> Hawley on the hot seat. Uh, I was looking into your business during the week. Hall, what is it? Hall painting, painting and building. Hall painting and building. Do you do decorating as well? Uh, I guess I that's you could consider that. The, li- the, li- yeah. the license is painting and decorating. Okay, perfect. Are you aware of your web presence, your internet presence with uh, your business? I have an Instagram, yeah. Well, I have a you, high page. If you type in Chris Hall painting and decorating, painting and building, yeah. do you know what comes up? No, I have no idea. Mm. Chris Hall painting and decorating. <laughs> Comes up, yeah, number that's one. Probably not me. Number one. Mm, well, it's the first result, and there's plenty of it. It duplicates all the way down the page. Is he good looking? Uh, he's photo? from Kidderminster in the United Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> Your search optimization that's... in Australia doesn't beat out a guy with the same name who has only 249 likes on his Facebook page in Kidderminster uh, in the UK. Well, you know what? Business is going well. So. You don't need to advertise. I don't need to advertise, mate. Word of mouth. Now, I'm so glad you said business is going well. I'm I'm really, really glad you said that, Doss, because the very last question here is we're talking about sponsorship, right? Now, the bank account is a little low. I had to buy myself a gold watch this week, so that drained the account (laughs) a little bit. Um, We are waiting on another sponsorship to come through from a very loyal sponsor of ours, and, and I'm sure that will be done soon enough. However, there are a few things we need to address. We had to pay... 
well, we had a, a tax bill of $6.50, uh, but yeah. unfortunately our accountant charges a lot more than $6.50. <laughs> so that was a big bill we had to pay. And there are a few other things as well. Just checking. Or painting a building. <laughs> Coming on as a premier sponsor. I, mean, I, I thought I would ask you discreetly off air and put no pressure on you, but I thought, screw it. I'm going to put him on the spot. Well, when how I much saw, are you going to stump up for the pod? When I saw sponsorship discussion, CD to ask Holly a question, I thought, huh, is he asking for money? <laughs> I mean, is. we started our he begging. He just got back from week. a West Coast jaunt. On I'm, the, trying uh, to, I'm trying to build a family home at the moment. I need every penny. However, Curtis, <laughs> I would be willing to donate to the Outback quarterback. If, if. Here we go. <laughs> Naming right sponsor. <laughs> we can call it a whole painting building arena if you like. I'm happy with that. I actually spoke to Cluggers today and yeah. they, they were very happy that Cluggers Arena still Cluggers Arena. He's, he's made his money. Um, um, it's a clunky name for it. It's, it's like when a stadium really sells, a team really sells out and the fans are annoyed with the name change, but like the cash is just too great after, to ignore after it. After they've... <laughs> been calling it that arena or stadium for 20 years everyone's everyone loves going to Cluggers Arena every Thursday morning for their podcast now they have to rock up to Hall Painting and Building Arena <laughs> I will I will sponsor the podcast if it is named Hall Painting Building Arena and we have some new t-shirts made I'll pay for the t-shirts okay. with Outback QB on them and Hall Painting and Building <laughs> the crossover the yep. <laughs> yep. oh and I want Hall Painting and Building to be a little bit bigger than the Outback quarterback <laughs> and logo but so just take it or leave it, mate. Just to make it clear, you're paying for those separately to the cash you're sponsoring. The yeah, I'll pay for the t-shirts myself. Okay. Do you really want to do that for the joke? Because we've already made the joke. That's as funny as it's going to get, and this will now cost you probably two hundred and ten dollars worth of t-shirt buying. <laughs> just so you know. That's right. You can back out of that if you like. It's a business expense. <laughs> All right, well, uh, we'll, we'll take the details off here, but yeah, ladies and gentlemen, sure. new sponsor of the podcast. Paul Painting Building Arena. HPB Arena. Generous guys. Generous guys. <laughs> Can I pay cash, by the way? Um, Actually, I don't do cashies. That's right, Doss. That's right. Our accountant would prefer you didn't pay cash, sure. to be honest. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Five teams without first round picks. Why don't they have first round picks? We're going to run through that. And then we're going to run through with our draft gurus, Chris Hall and Matt Maidman, what they can do with their lack of first round picks, what their strategy might be, what kind of players they're going for. Will they look at a, look at a trade of picks or players? Where are they going with it? But let's run through those five teams. The first one, Miami. Now, of course, Miami, Doss, do you remember why they don't have a first-round draft pick this year? Uh, this was to do with the uh, Tom Brady um, potential uh, collusion yes. in the, uh, before you could negotiate with players, sure. I believe. believe. Sean Payton in that as well. Sean Payton yes. also involved. I believe they call it draft tampering. So the owner, Stephen Ross, who was embroiled in another a separate scandal last year, which sort of uncovered a few of these things, uh, turns out that he met with Tom Brady and Sean Payton on a yacht. Uh, illegally, the meeting wasn't illegal. Well, I think it's because it would do the timing of it. Correct, yes. Curtis. It was only illegal in, this, in the uh, negotiation sense, the timing sense of those negotiations. So what if your mates, like what if Tom and Bill yeah. met when he was in Tampa? That's a great question. And you're like, well, what do you mean? He's one of my good mates. Mm. But you, you can't meet him in this specific time. No, that's right. No. So, but yeah, what what if uh, Chris Gronkowski one day becomes a GM or an owner, <laughs> and, and then he wants me. to see Rob? Yeah, I mean it's just it's tricky. It's isn't his it? brother. Mm. Yeah. 
Anyway, $1.5 million fine for the <laughs> oh Dolphins. Goodness. And they were stripped of a first-round draft pick. That's why they don't have a pick. Yep. Denver, Russell Wilson trade. That's the gift that keeps on giving for the Broncos. This is the second of the two first-round picks they sent. They used Seattle used number nine last year on the offensive tackle, Charles Cross. Remember, the Broncos also sent over Noah Fant and Drew Locke and Shelby Harris and two second-round picks. Uh, the number 40 was that second-round pick last year used on Boy Maffe. This year's first-round pick that the Broncos gave up has translated to the number five pick overall. So Seattle are laughing all the way to the bank. They've got another first-round pick, not only first-round, it's pick five, and the Broncos don't have it because they have Russell Wilson. Well, they did get one, though, didn't they? Bradley, the Chubb trade. They did get one. And gave it up for Chubb. Peyton. Correct. So they then now, yes, pick So imagine again. the draft spot they could have been in. Two so, firsts. Oh, my gosh. So second. they've given up, for, for Peyton and Wilson, they've given up three first-rounders, two second-rounders, and three players. Mm. Goodness me. And we're not even sure who's the best quarterback out of Drew Locke and <laughs> Russell Wilson anymore. <laughs> Cleveland gave up three first-round picks plus some others for the Deshaun Watson trade. That's why they don't have a pick this year. This year's pick that they gave up is the number 12 uh, pick, and that will be, of course, with the Houston Texans, who also have the number two. Cleveland don't have their 2024 first-round pick either. The LA Rams, I mean, we've talked a fair bit about their rebuild Um Capitulation, some call it. Rebuild, some others call it. They acquired Matt Stafford from Detroit. Got a Super Bowl. Fair play to them. But in return, and I didn't realise, I, I forgot how much they gave up just for Matt Stafford. For Stafford, they gave Detroit Jared Goff, which now on balance you say Goff's yes. a better quarterback now, yep. plus the 2021 third rounder, 2022 first rounder, and the 2023 first rounder. That's oh, enormous. how much they gave up for Stafford? Mm. Mind Correct. you, at that time, that Stafford was a better quarterback than Goff. Yeah. had record. That lasted had, exactly was, 12 months. Stafford was always 20, 30, 40,000 yards. He's always first there in history, that rubbish. But and, and Goff has come good. He certainly has. Yeah. And because the Rams had such a bad year, this year's pick is pick six. So the Lions have oh, pick course. six. So that one is paying off for them in a big way. And finally, San Francisco. This one's incredibly complex. It's been it's bounced around the country, uh, but it's it ended up with New Orleans. They've got the pick via Denver and Miami. That was the Bradley Chubb trade mm-hmm. that you spoke about, Hawley. Originally, it was one of the multiple first round picks that the 49ers used to trade up for the opportunity to draft Trey Lance. How times changed. That's right. Then eventually, Denver had it, and as you say, they used it as compensation or payment to New Orleans for the contracted services of head coach Sean Payton. So that's how San Francisco, the Rams, Cleveland, Denver and Miami don't have picks. Let's start with the Rams. Their first pick is pick 36. So they're not that far down. Yep. But what do they need? What are they going to do? How do they get themselves out of this rut that they all of a sudden find themselves in? Well, they got round, they got pick 36 and then they've got two in the third round. 69 and 77, fairly close together. So my best bet for the Rams for their first three picks in the draft, they have to get some depth on defense, particularly at the linebacker position. They let go of Leonard Floyd uh, amongst a whole bunch of others. So this position uh, at the moment for the Rams is very, very lean if you look at who's currently on the depth chart there. Uh, They need some coverage at corner as well, Curtis, after trading Jalen Ramsey for a third-round pick. Essentially not a lot. And you're not easily going to be able to replace Jalen Ramsey, let's be honest. But at pick 69 or 36, they could potentially land a nice corner there. And they just desperately need some pass rush coming off the edge as well. 
But let's be honest, with the Rams, this season it's about finding depth in the draft because they've cleared a whole bunch of salary cap space for next offseason where they are going to be massive players in free agency, I can assure you. This season is very much going to be draft picks, uh, get some hopefully some, some nice finds in the draft on good rookie contracts and then splash that up with some high-end free agents next off-season. Yep, it's a pretty lean roster at the moment. They got rid of Taylor Rapp during the week as well. He's gone to the Buffalo Bills, so another piece out of that defense. They are <laughs> stripping down. They've still got those three stars and Donald Cup and Stafford. I don't know whether he's a star anymore um, outside of that. We got, don't know with Stafford. We don't know. We That's don't know where his elbow's at, do we, really? He, Super Bowl win and then they probably don't three or four want games him to play that well. They want to bottom out this year so they mm. can grab Because they do have their first Starting. round draft pick. Yeah, next they season. don't want to come out and make playoffs and all of a sudden have a pick they 20. Won't be, they they the won't point? be making the playoffs with what they've given up. So. And, well, um, you're right, Doss. At least next year they do finally get a first round draft pick back. So they're back in it from next year. But a bit of pain ahead, you would think, for Denver, Chris Hall, the Denver Broncos, their first pick is pick 67 and then they have pick 68 as well. So it's nice to have a little cluster even if you don't pick early. That's what I like to do in fantasy drafts. But what are they going to do with Back-to-backs. Mm. Well, last year, Kurt, they were, they were average in a few team statistics. They were 19th in pass yards and 21st in rush yards. So I wouldn't mind them targeting That someone. surprises me, 19th in pass yards. Mm. They were that high. Is that yeah, what you're exa- surprised yes, by? Yeah, Or on average per game. Um, but I wouldn't mind them targeting someone on the offensive line and also maybe another wide receiver. They've got Judy Sutton and Tim Patrick, but someone else to go along with those three, probably take over Tim Patrick's role. Because Sutton and Judy... Sutton, Judy hasn't quite come on yet. Um, Sutton probably hasn't had the year or two that we expected after Wilson comes through. But if they can find someone in that pick 67, 68 range, round three, there's still some pretty good wide receivers around. Yep. Yeah. Um, because they've still got Javante Williams, who I think will pick up on those rush yards, hopefully, if he's if he comes good from the knee, Rico. Um, but the one that I did really find was that, what about a little sneaky kicker at the end of the draft, Curtis? Ooh, here we With go. Brandon McManus, he's a bit of a well-known kicker. Yes. But where, where would you rank him in terms of kickers, accuracy-wise? Like, he's been around and he's generally... 20th. Well, what, what I can remember is... Um, uh, is Nathaniel Hackett making him do basically a 58-yard field goal attempt or something <laughs> at the end of the first game and he didn't make it. That might um, look, I would have thought he was top half, mm. but considering you're asking this question, I'm going to say he's in the 20s lower. somewhere. Well, he's ranked 30th for kicking oh, accuracy last, last year. year. And that, wow. was, that was for 70, 77% kicks made um, for kickers with over 20 field goals attempts. So there was a few above him that they only had three or wow. four attempts. This is great research. But when I looked at it, I thought 30th was quite low. If you can mm. find a kicker that's top 10, and I'm sure they're out there, and the, it, it would definitely help. The funny thing is, too, with a kicker, I think, and this is just my gut, and you may correct me here, Doss, once they lose it and have a bad year, it's very hard for them to wind it back, right? They lose the trust of their mm. team unless they've had an exceptional career or they just get the yips and sometimes they never recover from it. I'm not sure McManus is that bad, but... Well, his career uh, field goal percentage is, seven, uh, sorry, is 81%. 
and last year was 77 and a half. So he wasn't that far off his career average, which... So he's just not a top two is kicker. still quite low. Yeah, he's probably not even a top half kicker. But but you wouldn't be using your pick 67 or 68 for it? or are you pro- Probably that? not. You're not going 67, 68. I'm thinking more... Just in case the got- Rams get him at 69. <laughs> <laughs> you do have a... You have pick 195, so um, I'm sure there. you can probably... Or, or walk on or someone like that or free agent, but... Just to pick um, up on your wide receiver point, mm. they've been pretty adamant about not trading Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton. Mm. Do you think... That's just noise and that's just bluster or no, I they think, really I think they'll want to give them another shot because they've got guys there with potential. And if Wilson can show out next year with obviously under Sean Payne's pretty good coach, then they're probably looking at these guys and think, well, if they go to another team with a good quarterback and play really well, then it's going to look horrible on us. So it's probably better off to keep them. And if they do want to draft a third wide receiver, then they've got a really good core group of three guys there. Couple of little side notes on the Denver uh, depth chart. I love depth charts so much. Kendall Hinton is sixth on their wide receiver depth chart. Do you know who he is? Does that name ring a bell? No, no, it doesn't. No, surprisingly, he was the guy. Was he a quarterback somewhere? High school? Well, string. Funny thing. Funny you say that. He did play quarterback the time that all of the Denver oh, okay. Broncos was that quarterbacks oh, got the COVID. COVID. They okay. all got COVID and he had to come in. I think technically, who was it? Was it their running back at the time that was credited with the start? Because Hinton didn't play the first snap because they yeah, okay. lined up in wildcat for oh, the first snap. right, okay. Uh, but he did, he completed, completed two passes out of nine, I think. I was amazed they threw it nine times yeah, with right. him. But there you go, side note. They also picked up some RJ Pirine uh, from the Cincinnati yeah, Bengals as backup running back this week. All right, that's... Um, that's enough of that stuff. Only I find that interesting, I think. Matt Maidman, Cleveland Browns. Now, what a mess they find themselves in draft-wise. Now, maybe well, mess maybe mess is too harsh because they could still end up with a star quarterback if Deshaun Watson improves again and becomes what people think he could be and what he was back in Houston. But this year and next year, they do not have a first-round draft pick. Their first ones are 74 and 98, and then I think they got a fair few after that, Doss. 111 at round four, yes. But what they did do, Curtis... They addressed their defensive needs in free agency with some veterans on the defensive line, brought in uh, Dalvin Tomlinson and Maurice Hurst. Uh, but they need a bit more edge to support Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett, by the way, Curtis and uh, Chris, 32 sacks in the last two seasons. He's performing. Absolute superstar. Uh, they did sign, now I'm going to get this right, I hope, Ogbo Okoronkwo. Nice. In perfect. free agency from Houston. Uh, and he had his best year in the league with five sacks off the edge last year. He, good young player as well. So I think that's a nice little pick up there. But with 74, Curtis, I mm-hmm. think they need to shore up the interior defense and get a bit more support on the pass rush. They're going to be the two two areas. And then like uh, Hawley alluded to around that round three, you can jag a depth rookie wide receiver. And I do like the core of Amari Cooper, Donovan Peoples-Jones, I mentioned Elijah Moore last yep. week, Joku at tight end. I think they could look to add a nice little rookie wide receiver, maybe with pick 98. Running back room is fine here. Chubb, uh, Kareem Hunt's still there. He's an unrestricted free. I think he'll, he will leave. Um, so they may look to add a running back maybe around the middle of the draft, you know, round four, maybe with that pick 111 mark. It all depends what happens with Kareem Hunt as that backup? Really, I think so, yeah. I, I, but I don't think they'd be willing to pay Kareem Hunt uh, no. a, a, a long-term deal and with the uh, a, some decent running backs in this draft. So I reckon they might be able to get a nice little rookie backup for Nick Chubb, who is probably top two in the uh, NFL at the moment. 
All right, Hawley, take us through Miami. We've got two teams to go. Their first pick is 51, then they pick at 84. So not a heck of a lot to work with, but what are they doing? What do they need? Yeah, I think Dolphins, uh, after last year, they probably need, well, they needed a cornerback, probably improve their offensive line, a tight end now that Mike Gesicki's gone, and their running back room, they've got a lot of running backs there, but I'm not sure if any of them are real star running backs. Now they've addressed the cornerback with um, Jalen Ramsey because I think they allowed almost 4,000 yards last year in the air, which um, they needed to fix up. So they've ticked that box. The offensive line was ranked 24th and 21st in pass and run block win rate. So they probably need to improve on that. Jeez, a bit going on. <laughs> yeah, there's a bit going on. And Miami, I think, are in a, they're obviously in a win now because mm. Tua's contract at the end of, he's a free agent next year or the year after. So I think this year they're only paying him $9 million. So they've got the room. He's still on his rookie contract. Yeah, he's on his rookie contract. So they've got room to have a crack here. Um, but I wouldn't mind them trying to trade out of pick 51 for maybe a couple picks between 70 and 90. See if they can get a mid two in the mid 70s. Trade down? Trade down if they can, if they can double up. So you get two in the mid 70s, give away pick 51, and then they'll have, let's just say, for example, 75, 77, and 84. And then they can probably address the running back because the running back room or running backs this year in the draft are quite deep. There's probably eight mm. or nine really good running backs. And I'm sure a few of them will go early, but a lot of them will fall to that 70 to 90 range. Mm-hmm. Uh, tight ends, there's a couple of real good tight ends, but they'll, they'll go first to second round. However, that means that you know the rest of the depth will fall a little. And then the offensive line, well, you can usually pick up some decent starters, especially a center um, later on in the draft. So they do have the opportunity there to, to fill some needs, but it just depends on how they work the draft because they're obviously they've got pick 51 and 84 at the moment and then it gets a bit thin with, what, 197 and 238. So Now, you mentioned Mike Gesicki before departing yeah. to the Patriots. He was their number one tight end. They've got Jerem Smythe, who they extended during uh, the last week or so. He's 27 years old. He's never had a season more than 350, 360 yards. Most of them have hovered in around the 100, 200-yard area. I mean, it, he doesn't look like a world beater. Do you think that's an, a point they need well, to address? Because you can get very good tight end value in the 60s to 120s, right? Exactly, yeah, 100%. And I think, yeah, I think around that 70 to 90 mark, if they, that's why I think they need two. They need three picks in the top 90 to address a couple of these spots. Yep. But tight ends do take a little while to come on as well because they are the bigger guys. They take like, a lot of them are blockers. A lot of them are better blockers than pass catchers. But mm. it's probably like a Ruckman in the AFL where you give them three or four years before they see their full potential. Whereas running backs are the complete opposite. They come in Correct. for the first three or four it's years. It's all downhill and, from there. And then it's almost done. So, um, yeah, maybe, you know, they're looking at a 26, 27-year-old and thinking he can probably lift now. He can probably, you know, he can carry the boys a little bit. Or All right, you heard it here first. Chris Hall says, give everything for Durham Smythe in <laughs> fantasy football. <laughs> Watch out. Imagine... I'll win it this year with him. I'm going to just clip this, and if he comes back with a 1,000 yards, <laughs> it's going to be unbelievable. Uh, take this home for us, Doss. San Francisco, no picks until a frenzy, 99, 101, 102. What are you doing with those picks? Well, what am I doing before those picks, Curtis? Oh, a trade. I might get killed by a legion of 49ers fans. I am trading Trey Lance. I like this. I really, really and like this. The re- why would you bring in Sam Darnold to be a number three? Correct. Mm. Teams that could be interested in Trey Lance, Atlanta. they got Heineke and Ritter. To me, Heineke is a safety net for Ritter, really. And he's going to be a bridge quarterback. Tampa. Now, I know you pumped up Baker Mayfield last week as QB1, uh, no, Curtis. Not with much. They've got Baker Mayfield and Kyle conviction. Trask. Do yeah. you have a crack at bringing in 
Trey Lance to go with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. So who's, who's worth more in the market, Trey Lance or... Baker? Um, no, Trey Lance or our boy Purdy. That's it. Tough question because Purdy's. They, I think it was reported this week that he looks like he has a robotic arm with the amount of metal that's around his mm. reconstructed elbow. So, so yeah. who knows? But th- this is an interesting thing that you say, Dos, because I reckon about a month ago I raised this, and you boys both had a different opinion to me. You both said you'd keep Purdy and Lance. So I'm interested to see what's changed in your thinking because I I always thought if they keep Garoppolo, that's that's the backup. Essentially, that's Darnold now and. Back Purdy in, get rid of Lance, well, cash in while you can. Right? Well, like you said, two there's things, no point in having those three quarterbacks. Two things, no. two things happened. One, Garoppolo got was we knew he was going to go, and we didn't expect Sam Darnold to come in, uh, or for him to be signed uh, from Carolina. That happened. Yep. But uh, why does po- that change post- your opinion on keeping both of Purdy and Lance? Well, it. Because I believe they're bringing in Sam Darnold as a true number two. The words from GM John Lynch this week was that Brock Purdy is now essentially the clubhouse leader for week one. So right. he sees that. So now that they've confirmed Purdy the number one as a starter, they did also say Brock probably won't be fit. So Trey Lance will have every team every every chance to be the lead quarterback of this team. Yeah, see, it's funny. Like I think now. It's, it makes a little less sense because you've got Darnold who I think a lot of people would say is not as reliable as Garoppolo. Whereas before, my thinking was you have the safety net of Jimmy G, so mm. get rid of one of the young boys. Now you've got Darnold as your safety net. Ooh, okay. So, so what if they got rid of Trey Lance and then Purdy comes out and he was a six or seven I game know. wonder? He, he, like a Jeremy Lin. Jeremy Lin. You know, that kind of... But he had an okay career, but... You love the Jeremy Lin reference to the New York Because Knicks, it's so Lin similar. Sanity. It's so similar. Lin just came out and it was Lin Sanity and that's kind of what happened with Purdy. I thought the, you were talking about Chris Lin and the Big Bash. Yeah. <laughs> bash boys. Brothers. Um, <laughs> brothers. <laughs> but we're mixing he, about 10 different sports <laughs> with these analogies. <laughs> but if Purdy came out and all of a sudden the 49, he, he's, he struggles next year yeah. and then they've got rid of Lance who they spent so much on, that would be absolutely murdered. For that. Another team that could be interested is, of course, my uh, Packers, Curtis, uh, Green Bay. Could would you also like Trey be Lance as a fan? I wouldn't. Well, at the moment, it's Jordan. You've got love. Give it, love a crack. It's just give, love. Give Hold love on. a chance. Can we not give love a chance, we please, give everyone? give a crack, but who's... Hey, Rogers who's, hasn't left yet, fellas. Who's number, who's number two? <laughs> Maybe a Interesting room. So Lance, that's Lance why I love. like wow. Trey Lance to potentially come in at Green Bay. What's he worth? What are you giving him up for as San Francisco? Uh... Oh, well, there's no, not no a first, way near, uh, no first rounder. No, nah, to be, you're looking at back end of the second. Yeah. Which just doesn't So matter. what's, uh, mm. so what pick was he? Three? Uh, two. 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 So that's essentially a CJ or a Bryce Young this year. So what does someone give up? Or well, what was pick one again this year? Paper picks. Yeah, but that's completely different. Yeah, but, yeah, you're giving that up. Still, on, but you're giving that up he's on done him. nothing and he's been. Yeah, but neither, neither has pick time. one. Pick one this year has done nothing. But they haven't That's also been. They also college. haven't been injured for the last two years. Years. two years, two years, two years or three years, whatever it is. Neither of them have proven themselves yet. But that's, a, I mean, that just makes well, a mockery of the entire draft system. Yeah. If you're going to compare it like that. Well, I'm just saying because they both but, pick but three, pick by two. That, by that logic, uh, Kendall Hinton is as, well, good, no, is, because, is as good as Bryce Young. So well, no, why because these guys, Young? these guys have already been drafted, pick two. Kendall Hinton was not drafted, pick two. I'm starting to get more confused anyway, as this conversation so goes. Curtis, with picks, <laughs> with picks 99, 101, 102, I think uh, GM uh, John Lynch, I think you would look to package those up and look to move into the second round, uh, potentially grab an earlier fourth round pick as well, which they don't have currently, 
Uh, they lost two corners in free agency to uh, well, Emmanuel Mosley and Jimmy Ward, who went to the uh, mm-hmm. Texans. So either of those two picks should be used on a cornerback. And because they're paying a lot of the salary cap at the moment on defense, Nick Bosa on a big contract, Greenlaw, Warner. They brought in uh, Javon Hargrave on a big deal from Philadelphia in free agency. It was one of the first ones that happened. They would need to look at a lot of depth for when those salary uh, those contracts need restructuring. So younger depth on defense, particularly at the linebacker position, Curtis, for those areas. And Robbie Gould departed. So yes. they also need a kicker back end, potentially round five. Trade, pick trade for McManus. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> also, fellas, by the way, on the Trey Lance, Bryce Young, CJ Stroud thing with the draft picks. Yes. They are, Trey Lance is only a year older. So you take hmm. these two quarterbacks, haven't been in the system. I know he's been injured for the last couple of years, but essentially... He's almost the exact same quarterback as these guys in terms of age. Yeah. So you've got faith in Lance? I've got faith. I'm not saying it's just one second-round pick. It'd be, a, it'd be a bundle of picks, but it wouldn't be a first-round pick involved. Throw Russell Wilson in there, get it done. <laughs> Back in a sec. What's that, Doss? I was just going to say, before we... Uh, are we wrapping up, Curtis? Have we got more You boys need to put your headphones in. Oh. You'd know when we're wrapping up if you had the headphones because no, I play the sound of it. I heard the transition music, but a World Cup thing going on. No, but as in wrapping up that segment. Oh, yeah, I knew yeah. we were wrapped up that segment. I was oh, moving sweet. on to the next one. Yeah, yeah, we got one more segment to go. Well, two actually, very sweet. short ones. Sweet. Hang, hang in there, listeners. Before, I mean, they can, they can see how much is left on the episode. They just need to look this at their phone. <laughs> <laughs> this is very true. Now, but before we move on, I want to give a, a shout out. Oh, couple of things. The Brisbane Flag Football Competition, Curtis. Yes. Run by Liam up there. It's a 12 team comp. Very good competition up healthy there. Numbers. Healthy. Well, so healthy that he's starting a North Brisbane one in June. So they're going to have a South and a North. South League's going to have 16 teams in it. Wow. The North League's going to have eight teams in it. But importantly, the one that is currently running at the moment in the uh, local gridiron off-season that it is here in Australia, they're playing flag football, we've got a team, Curtis. Oh. The Smokies. Now, the Smokies, they are on board with the podcast Listeners dedicated. Adric is the man running the plays, captaining the team up there. Yeah, you you will like this, Kurt. Wait, do you punt in flag football? I don't think so. Why you wanted to get a gig for him? I reckon I could do it. (laughs) I want to find out the average for a college punter and. I think I'm going to beat it. Work your way up through the Smokies. Work, yeah. your, work your way up. Now, Curtis, they started the season. You're going to love this. They started the season 0 and 4. Oh, but no. they've come home like Jacksonville, won six of the last seven. Now, all of the games are filmed, uh, every single game. So what Adric did cleverly was analyze what all of the other team, the defensive schemes, this. how they were setting up, opposition scouting. how they were setting up. You could watch all the opposition games. Turned it around when they were 0-4 to obviously come home. Well done. Now, he's also a Green Bay fan too, so that's why. Oh, he's earned some credits. So he's uh, he's, uh, he's a good man. But the the Smokies, the the team there, big fans of the pod. I promise we give them a shout-out. They've got a big playoff game coming up uh, Wednesday. So listening, they will know the result of this. But uh, they got some uh, excellent Cody at quarterback, Aaron and Pete, dual threat wide receivers. All right, they're going to have to start paying for minutes in a sec if this big, goes any longer. Big, big Jake at tight end, Corey and Steve. So we wish them luck, Curtis. All right, boys, the, the Smokies. We'll follow their the progress. Smokies. We can get behind that. All right. Thanks, Doss. That's the Smokies. We're going to move on to the Listener World Cup. I'm not going to play the sound effect. I'm going straight into it right now. What is the Listener World Cup? Well, I was looking through our numbers this week, and we have quite an international audience. We have a handful of 
listeners from all over the globe. Not huge numbers, but enough to make us excited and to, to realise that our podcast somehow has reached Norway, Germany, Mexico, Canada, the UK, Austria, Taiwan, Jamaica, Italy, Japan and Indonesia. That blows That's my impressive. mind. That blows my mind, gents. Unless it's someone that listens to it in Australia and they've just been travelling. One person has been travelling a lot. Or they use a VPN. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think they're legit. If, if most of them are, anyway. Um, of course, there's plenty in the US, Kansas City, New York, North Carolina. I'm looking at you. Thank you very much, guys. Buff- Buffalo. Um, no one in Buffalo. No, Kidding. no. We, we, we had a couple here, until you went and visited, and then it's <laughs> dropped straight off. <laughs> um, but there's also yeah, our US listeners, as I said, a few in Albuquerque, which I like because I was watching uh, I was watching Breaking Bad the other day as I was checking these stats, and that's that's set in Albuquerque, New it Mexico. Is. So uh, it also made me think of Homer talking about moving the team to Albuquerque. So a couple <laughs> of fantastic TV references in that location. Bavaria, we have a few Bavarian listeners from Germany. But I want to give a special mention right now to our Oslo listeners. Now, we've had a couple of them come on board over the last month or so. And sometimes you think, oh, someone's stumbled across the podcast and then they fade away and you don't get that city back again for a while and sometimes never again. But Oslo has been consistent. Whoever is listening in Oslo, you you and your mates and whoever you are, family, friends, can you please get in touch? We would love to hear from our Oslo listeners, podcast at outbackquarterback.com. Or hit us up at OutbackQB on the Instagram because this is your big chance. We want to hear from you, but we want to hear from everyone. More importantly, we want everyone internationally to share the podcast to your family, to your friends, to your colleagues, to people you love, to people you deeply dislike. We don't care. Just share it because over the next three weeks, we are going to tally up our listeners and make essentially a medal tally of our, our greatest listeners, our biggest listener bases internationally. And we want your country, wherever you are, to be top of that list. Doss, what do you reckon about that? I like that. You like that? little creative idea. Reaching the global audience that we are. So if you are an international listener or if you're in Australia and you have some friends in another country, send the podcast to them and see how many we can get. I would love to see that uh, Oslo group just to expand Hawley and just, just start taking over other regional countries. Towns. Yeah. Finland. American oh, look, football Finland is big too. I mean, it is. It is. And Hawley, I think where this could go is... The bigger the audience we get, and we're, we're, we're growing as time goes by, if we have a particular love or become a cult hit in a certain country, I mean, business trip. Well, it's it's obvious, isn't it? Makes sense. Yeah. So so who would you like to win the World Cup of <laughs> listeners over the I next three I would a little European business yeah. trip. Well, Macca's in Switzerland. Are we yeah. going to Switzerland? Swiss? So, so what you're saying is Macca doesn't listen to our podcast. Macca doesn't listen. No. Well, that, you start there. You send it to Macca tonight. That, that'll kick off the World I'll Cup. I'll send it to Macca and we'll get it going. <laughs> So international listeners, please share, listen, uh, get involved. We'll be tracking your stats. We can't wait for more of you to get involved. Thank you very much for listening so far. We'll be back in just a sec. Big news, Doss, to wrap up the show. It's been a big show. We have got the biggest giveaway by a mile for this show coming up on Instagram over the next few weeks and it'll be on the show you, you have to listen this is this is not biased just to our Instagram followers it also includes our listeners in fact it's it's mainly geared at our listeners just make sure you do follow us on Insta as well it'll happen over the next few weeks what is it who is it from tell us about it because we're pretty excited it's from our great friends in the US the Hit Parade and they're number one over there for all sorts of autographed sports memorabilia and whether it's trading cards or jerseys and helmets, um, footballs as well, uh, Curtis, and ice hockey jerseys, NBA, everything, basketball, and 
they have provided us with an awesome, awesome giveaway. They've given us two mystery boxes. Mystery boxes, one of them is a shirt, a signed NFL shirt, and the other one, DOS. Or jersey. Oh, yeah, jersey, not just a polo not, not shirt. Not just a polo shirt. Yeah, no, no, jersey, <laughs> jersey. Uh, and the other one is a uh, replica signed helmet, NFL helmet as well. Now, of course, being a mystery box, DOS, we don't know which players they are, but they could be, I mean, there's, there's a list. Holly, you can get up that list you had it uh, just before. Could quickly get it up. Um, of all sorts of great potential players. potential players that have have signed this uh, jersey or helmet. Yep. So uh, there are some superstars. I know. I think what, Josh Allen's on all the list. first round draft picks. First, all first round draft. All picks. first round draft picks. Well, there you go. Oh, is that Did, what they are? Yeah. This is a, this is a huge prize, right? It's worth if you put them together. It's probably worth nine hundred bucks Australian, close close to a grand when you take into account postage and all those sorts of things. Like this is not a cheap giveaway. We're going to run it over two separate competitions. One's going to be for the signed shirt. One's going to be for the signed helmet. We'll give you the details over the next couple of weeks or next week, in fact, on how to enter. But get excited. We want as many people in this as possible because prizes like this don't come along very often, not for a, a small show in Australia uh, doing NFL football. But Hawley, you got the you got the name. Yeah, I think like we mentioned in the Instagram video, but we've got Josh Allen, Lamar this is Jackson. For the jersey. This is the jersey. Justin Fields, Aaron Donald. Uh, Joe Montana, McCaffrey, Daniel Jones, Austin Eckler, huge. Uh, Reggie Wayne, Khalil Mack. There's some pretty, there's some pretty big names in there, and and similar big names for the helmet I as well. I can quickly get the helmet up if you really want. To yeah, Holly will get the helmet up. But look, the way we're going to do it is, it's likely that there'll be a little component on Insta. You have to be a follower of ours and, and the Hit Parade uh, and the Hit Parade. That's always important. Um, yeah, Peyton Manning, mate. Joe Burrow, Josh Allen again. Trevor Lawrence, Dan Marino, Mac Jones, Najee Harris, TJ Watt, Kyler Murray. Some pretty big fellas in there. Bit, well, one short fella and Kyler Murray, but big <laughs> names. Big, big fellas as far as their names and reputations. Look, huge giveaway. As I said, we'll give the specifics next week and on our Instagram and on the show, so you will not be left out, but we can't wanted everyone wait. to get excited. We can't wait excited. for this. They are sitting there teasing us, it those is. boxes. They're sealed in their plastic and we want to open them up and see who they are, but we're resisting. We're going to have to resist for a few more weeks. But make sure you keep tuning in for your chance to win. Sign NFL jersey and or a helmet. I'm exhausted, boys. That's a big show. Well, you would be with your... Big gold watch that looks like it weighs about four <laughs> kilos on your right wrist there. I saw his arm just dangling it's, from the Did you notice while. that? A bit of fatigue in the right arm. He's had to prop it up on the table. <laughs> Do you guys know who Matthias Schlitt is? Does that name ring a bell? No. No, it doesn't. He's a one arm, not a one arm bodybuilder. He's a bodybuilder who focuses on one arm only. <laughs> like an arm wrestler? Uh, I don't know if he does arm so wrestling. So just curls, works on He his... has one massive arm and one tiny arm. Matthias yeah. Schlitt, look him Tennis up. Tennis players. Rafa, yeah. Rafa's got one big left arm, that's it. Really? Yeah. Is his arm significantly at, bigger? If you look at tennis yeah. players next time playing Oz Open, then you'll see that they're serving oh, their normal arm is huge compared to their I mean, their I guess arm. that makes sense. I just never thought of that. Rafa, just, Rafa's just, the, got, just the Oz Open, not yeah. Wimbledon or French or US. Well, I figured Oz Open's Why? a bit easier to watch. You have to wait till January oh, yeah. now. Yeah, but. Yeah, yeah. Well, because they wear singlets in Oz, so it's easy to see their arms. <laughs> <laughs> I'll find a photo for you off air later on. All right, yeah. I mean... We could wait a couple of minutes for you to dig one up. No, nah, don't worry. Maybe we should it. say goodbye. Yeah. Happy with that show, Holly? I'm happy with that show. Yeah? I'm buggered. I need to go to sleep. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm exhausted too. Yeah. Dost, you tired? I'm good. Yeah, no, go another stress. couple of hours. Let's go again. Want. All right. Stay tuned for the three hour Dost content. solo show. <laughs> we'll put it behind a paywall for everyone. Dost for three hours. See you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks, guys. See you, fellas.